Welcome back everybody to the podcast series. This is our 13th episode. Now this week's subject is all about confidence and low self-esteem and what we can do about it. So what does confidence actually mean for us? Well, it's about feeling sure and clear of our abilities and of ourself. Now, not in an arrogant way, because that would not be confidence. That would be more along the lines of having an insecurity. No, it means having a quiet inner knowledge that we're actually capable. Confident people don't need to be arrogant in any way. Because they know that they can rely on their skills and strengths to handle any situation or issue that may arise. They feel ready to meet everyday challenges like um, performing um, competitions, exams. They think in a way that says, I can and not, I can't. Having confidence gives us a readiness for our life experiences. With confidence, we, I suppose we can be more likely to go forward with other people and to gain or, or grab opportunities and not run from them. I suppose with confidence, if we fail at something or we make a mistake, that actually helps us get up, dust ourselves off and try again. So what is it to believe in ourselves? Well, has anyone ever given you a compliment like uh, you're very artistic or you're kind or funny or even that you're smart or you're a fabulous athlete or you're a good writer? With these, those who are truly confident in themselves will accept them and they'll be able to see in themselves those abilities or characters. However, being confident has to be developed and it has to be practiced. And I can hear the question, well, how do you do that? By using those skills, abilities and talents on a daily basis, or at least as often as possible. Now, here's two questions to ask yourself. Why would I not be confident in myself? And where does my lack of confidence come from? Well, here's some, I suppose, ideas on that. A lack of confidence can come from low self-esteem or a low self-image. <laughs> so what is a low self-image? Well, I've heard it described as feeling badly about oneself. I suppose it's our own belief about our own worth or value. Anyone who has low self-esteem can be, I suppose, hypervigilant or very alert to any signs of rejection or inadequacy, which is often seen at times where it's not. 
we can be constantly afraid of making a mistake or using poor judgment or even doing something embarrassing or exposing ourselves to ridicule. Now, most of us have a certain amount of low self-esteem or lack of confidence. And we're afraid that others may criticise or ridicule us or point out our mistakes. So why do we have low self-image or low self-esteem or low lack confidence in ourselves? One of the reasons could be our life experiences. Because these can lead to a feeling of being unsure of ourselves or sometimes that we're not good enough we're worthless we're of no use like trauma physical or sexual abuse can or even emotional abuse can leave us with a very low value of ourselves and usually these can be triggered at the most weirdest and inopportune times especially when it's in front of others when we swallow our emotions down and we feel bad. Anxiety and depression are also common in promoting low self-esteem. Other ones are gender, race, whatever sexual orientation we are. These can also be a trigger in having low self-esteem. Especially where we perceive a negative response from others. Now, of course, there are other areas that can have an impact on our belief about ourselves. So how can we be confident about ourselves when we don't even feel we have anything to be confident about? For example, how can we be confident when we start a new job? Especially one that we've never done before. We're more likely to feel fear. Dear God, what if I make a mistake? I don't know what I'm doing. Sometimes on the surface, we can appear to be confident. Especially if we don't have any money. We try to pretend to those around us that we have more than we actually have. But here's an important fact. If you are a person who may have money more than everybody else, it doesn't mean you're exempt from low self-esteem. Why? Because now we are afraid of losing it. Or we can be feeling guilty because we actually have it. Or we might even worry that people won't like us because we have more than they do. We may be afraid because people only will like me because I have money. That's sad. So whether you have money or you don't have money, or you have great abilities, or you have only a few abilities, makes no odds. It's what you believe about yourself. If you feel like you have always been in second position or a loser, as the word is commonly used today. How would you ever expect to be a winner? If you truly believe that you don't or aren't worth anything. Or worth less than you think other people are. How are you ever going to get out of it? 
However, to be confident, we first have to feel happy, loved and successful. Now, the problem with that is, to be successful, we have to feel confident. To be happy, we have to be confident. And to be loved, we have to be confident. Catch-22, isn't it? So we're usually on one side or the other. Either we're in happy and confident state, or the unhappy and unsure state. And of course, if we are in the loser group, as I pointed out earlier, it'll be so difficult to get out of it, or it will seem too difficult to get out of. Confidence is a type of feeling. It's an emotional state and a state of mind. It is a perception that we have or we lack nothing. Whereas if we lack confidence, we have the perception that we lack everything that everybody else has. Now, confidence, as far as I'm concerned, has really nothing to do with being comfortable in what we can do, but everything to do with being okay in what we don't achieve. To be okay in our failures will allow us to act without fear, to engage without judgment and to love without conditions. So how do we overcome a lack of confidence or low self-esteem? The good news is that we can. We can actually overcome it. But the first thing we have to do is learn to stop listening to our inner critic. Seriously. Our inner critic is like, um, you know, the crows out in the garden. They just keep picking and picking and picking. Being negative all the time. The inner critic is the part of us that judges us, judges our thoughts and our actions. The inner critic continuously nags at us with a negative thought about people around us. More so about ourselves. I wonder how many of you can relate to how many of the following statements. I'm stupid. I'm fat. Nobody likes me. I should keep quiet because when I talk, I sound like a fool. Why can't I be like other people? God, I'm useless. So here's a couple of things that we can do to, I suppose, help ourselves to counteract low self-esteem. And one of the things that we need to do, I think it's the basic one for everybody, is to start practicing self-compassion. I believe that the cure for self-criticism is the very opposite of what it is. Self-compassion. Which is the radical practice of treating myself as a friend. It is the one way that self-confidence can be built up. It's also known, of course, that self-compassion is good for one's mental health. 
And we need that today. More so than we did in the past. We also need to stop comparing ourselves to others. Now this really speaks for itself. And we do it so often that we've prob- we're probably doing it unbeknownst to ourselves. Now we don't need to compare or be compared to others. We have to begin to see ourselves as special. Now I'm not talking about in an arrogant way. Because if you think about it, there'll always be somebody better looking or smarter or have more knowledge or, you know, be more successful in business or have a better job than we do or that we are. And it is to ourselves we have to look for that specialness. We have to be able to see that specialness in ourselves. By comparing ourselves to others, that leaves us very tired. Seriously. Because we use up so much energy trying to compete with what we see in others. And if I was to tell you that as a matter of fact, what we see in others is also in ourselves. But maybe just in a different way. Another basic thing I think we need to do is that we need to value our own principles and our own core value. Self-esteem and confidence is based solely on self-respect. Now, if we live out of our own core values and principles, I'm more likely to respect myself. And if I respect myself, I am more likely to gain other people's respect. Goes without saying. And if I don't get their respect, does it matter? It'd be nice, but I have to start with myself. The other thing that is possible is to do something that has meaning for you, but for somebody else. It's very strange, but if you've ever done something for somebody else, how does it make you feel? I know it's made me feel good about myself. And it's also a fabulous way to build up confidence, providing you don't overdo it and forget about yourself. When we pursue activities that mean something to us, it encourages us to think less and feel more. So, for example... To do, you know, somebody, an elderly person's at home, housebound, can't get out to the shops, especially in in the climate we have at the moment, where elderly people are afraid to go out. Why not do the shopping for them? Or volunteer at a homeless shelter or at a crisis centre. Or even if you know somebody who loves gardening but who can no longer do it themselves, why not offer to do it for them? Or maybe just help them. So, basically what is it saying? It starts with me. It starts with what I think of myself. And if I can't think well of myself and can't get myself out of that loser attitude 
or that loser mentality. I'm not good enough. I'm not bright enough. I'm not good looking enough. Then we might need a bit of help to sort that out. Therapy is good for that. Now that's the end of our podcast on this for now. And I'm I'm apologize because I, I'm aware that it's quite short. At least it's five minutes shorter than normal. But I have some news that I want to share with you. Um our live YouTube channel will be up and ready for our first date together on the fourth of September at two PM. And if you'd like to join us, please feel free to log in and um, check me out. To find us, just open your internet, open YouTube, and in the, the search bar on YouTube, just put in Ballandary Psychotherapy. And it will come up with a picture of a grey wall with birds on it. That'll be us. Now, it won't be, it won't be open until the 4th of September at 2pm. Um, and we'll do a little bit of discussion around that on the day and um, look forward to maybe you joining in with me. You won't be seen, but at least you'll be able to comment and I might be able to answer any of your questions um, at the time. In real time, I think is what they call it. So for now, uh, oh, and just to let you know that the podcast will continue. Um, but for now, have a very good weekend, have a lovely week, and I'll talk to you next week. Stay safe, stay well, namaste.